This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You know who Akon is, Jim? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, rapper, record producer. He's had some big hits. Look back and watch me smack that hat all on the floor. Smack that hat, give me some more. In late high school slash college, did every song had Akon featured on it or as the main part of the Yeah, show. he was a big time featuring Akon. Yeah. Sort Him of. and T-Pain Dude. were on every single song for three straight years. One of the most romantic songs ever written. <laughs> when I met your mother. <laughs> Put our wedding song on, honey. <laughs> Happy <laughs> anniversary. I remember when I first looked in your eyes and I... I smacked that and I knew you were the one. <laughs> I can remember the first time you looked back to watch me smack that. And I knew it was forever. Most, most women will let you smack that, but few will look back as you and, and watch, watch you, you smack that. as you smack that. <laughs> Akon, uh, he had his car stolen at a gas station and... We got to give him a kudos because he is remaining very calm during his interaction with the 911 operator, okay? He's at the gas station. Someone jumped in his car and drove off. Yes, how you doing? Yeah, I was just carjacked at the gas station for my Range Rover. And what gas station? What's the address? The, the, the gas station um, is 761 um, uh, Neiman's Marcus. Nima but Marcus. I have a tracker. I have a tracker. Listen, 761 yes, Nima Marcus is not a street in the city of Atlanta. What's the address you're at? So yeah. I can get a police out there to you. And what's the name of the gas station? Oh, no. I'm sorry, ma'am. This is not the gas station. This is where my car is actually parked because I have a tracker on it. What gas station you at? What a car? Have you made a police report? Yeah, the police is on their way, but they've been on their way for a whole hour. And you say you were carjacked? Yes, ma'am. At gunpoint? No, it wasn't at gunpoint. What happened then? I was literally getting getting gas, and they just jumped in the car. And That's not a carjacking. That's not a carjacking. Oh, okay. Someone stole your car. Yes, ma'am. Listen, lady. What? At this point, does it matter if I was carjacked or somebody stole my car? Where are the cops? It's been an hour. <laughs> I did. Uh, Very polite, good. though. Isn't Akon handling the situation well? True. Because I'd be losing my mind if somebody stole my car and the 911 operator was arguing with me uh, about semantics. Yeah, that is... Yeah, he's he's being... Especially because he's famous and rich. And, I, that, you know, usually they will go off in a second's notice. It has happened. I gotta be honest. I, have, I did not know there was a difference. A carjacking and a car being stolen? I thought it was the same thing. Carjacking would be somebody taking your car with the threat of violence. And somebody, I, I didn't know either, but now we do. And somebody <laughs> getting in your car at a gas station while you're pumping gas and just driving off, that is theft, vehicular theft. Kudos to him for, for staying calm. I would have been like, get me the cops <laughs> and get me the cops right. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'm late. I've got I've got that's to smack. <laughs> I need my vehicle. I look back. I was going to smack that and he stole my car. Those that's aren't going to smack themselves. I got I got to get back on the road. Watch me smack that. 
Canada has announced plans to land a rover on the moon. That's exciting, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty soon, too. In the next five years, it's a $150 million lunar exploration program. They're they're teaming up with uh, NASA, mm-hmm. of course. I can't, couldn't name you another space agency, so, of course, that's who they're teaming up with other than SpaceX. Um, but, yeah, they're going to uh, go on the cratered surface. They're going to take some pictures. Uh Yada, yada, yada. What else do you do on the moon? I mean, is this a priority, right? This reminds me, Taz, of a story. Like, a couple summers ago, my buddy was going through a rough time. He he moved in with his girlfriend. They weren't doing well. He lost his job. And we were c- kind of having some beers on the patio. I said, And I said, what's your five-year plan? And he said, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting my skydiver's license. And I thought to myself... Isn't there more important things to be doing in your life right now than <laughs> skydiving? And that this reminds me of a lot, a lot like that conversation. Yeah, it is like uh, the United States. They they just put a rover on Mars, which is you know new territory, really exciting so far away. Mars, wow, they've got Perseverance just cruising around on Mars, and the neighbor. Trying to keep up with the Joneses. Well, we got a rover, too. Oh, yeah? Is it on Mars? No, it's on the moon. Been there, done that. Like 500 years ago, England's like, we're going to go to the new world. We're going to go to America. Ireland's like, we're going to go visit Scotland. Somebody talk to us. Well, it is it is kind of exciting because they're putting out a request for proposals on design and development. Um, I have some ideas. I'm going to be very disappointed if the Canadian moon rover doesn't look like a Zamboni. <laughs> and as, as it cruises around up there, it better be blaring this song out of a Bluetooth speaker. Just do Now, if that happens, it's $150 million well spent. Oh, big time. Messages rolling in from Leaf fans here. Jim, everyone is is pumped for tonight's game. Uh, One guy worried that me endorsing a Leafs win has just jinxed them, of course. Mm -hmm. Probably will happen. I didn't say I'm cheering for the Leafs. I said... Leaf fans deserve to see their team win finally. It would be nice. I would like it because I have a lot of friends who are diehard Leaf fans, and I know how much this would mean to them. If uh, you get out around one, let's see what happens around two. In my lifetime, I would like to, as many people in their lifetimes before me have said, <laughs> in my lifetime, I would like to see the Leafs win the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. As a Leafs fan... I just can't wait till the oh, haven't won a cup since 1967 jokes can stop. Because, like, some are funny, uh-huh. but it's just such an easy go-to, you know? I, I want to hear some new Leafs chirps, you know, after this season, if they potentially win. After about the third decade, those jokes get a little old, too, you think? Well, I don't know. Maybe they get funnier, <laughs> because the longer it lasts, technically yeah. the funnier it is. You're not going to like this. We've got Gong Show Tom oh, on the go. phone. Hey, Tom. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. What do you think of the, the game tonight? The Leafs, are they the best? Yeah, no, they're definitely not the best. Uh, they're going to beat Montreal. Like This season shouldn't even count. 56 games, Canadian division. It's like a beer league. Uh, they're going fi- to make the final four, and then they're going to get blown out. 
Uh, it's just, I, I don't know. Like, uh, the Leaf fans seem like they're not even hockey fans. It's just they're Leaf fans, and that's it. Like, they don't even, I don't, I, half the matter, they don't even think watch hockey other than the Leafs. If the, if the, can the Leafs not be excited this year, Leafs fans? Like, they have had not a lot to be excited for well, since 1967. Can, a, like, can we not root for the team to make it? Well, yeah, you can be excited for them. They're going to beat Montreal, obviously, and they should beat Winnipeg, but then they're done. You, you like, don't think they can beat Tampa? No, there's not a chance. Come on. I don't think so myself. Boston? Got, you think Boston could take the Leafs out this year? No, but they actually, if they, if they played Boston, they'd probably beat Boston. I don't like Boston either, but there's no way the Leafs are winning the Cup. You know what? I actually, as much as I don't like the Leafs, I wish they'd just win it this year and get it over with <laughs> so, so I don't have to listen to the Leaf fans anymore. Oh, you think that would make you hear the Leaf fans less? You think they're just going to, if the Leafs win the Cup, you think that's going to get them all to just, okay, well, that's that. Let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> the equivalent of a player going doing the shush moment after scoring? No, no, no need to celebrate. No, because then you can tell them, well, this year didn't even count. There was only 56 games. There was a Canadian yeah, division. Okay. Tell that to LeBron, who won the NBA season last year, the NBA yeah, championship last true. year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Nobody even brings that up. It's just I can't stand the Leafs. It's just... <laughs> You can't tell talking to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> who do you I'm think bunch, who do you think's gonna bunch, win the cup? I think Colorado's gonna win. Yeah, a lot of people think that. You're a, are you a Habs fan? Yeah, I'm a Habs fan. Oh, yeah. no wonder you're so so cranky this well, morning. Well, I knew they were gonna beat Montreal. That was a gimme. Yeah. That was a gimme. I I'm like Montreal's lucky they even won a game. Yeah. Habs fans are lucky this season doesn't count. Gong show. We'll talk to you again, okay? Okay, boys. Have a good day. Yeah, enjoy the game tonight. Who knows? Maybe, maybe the Habs will pull one out, extend the series into the weekend. It really is amazing how bad some people are at problem solving. (laughs) Give give any scenario, and there's someone out there who will choose the worst possible option to resolve the the issue. For example, headline. A man didn't want his girlfriend moving in, so he burned down his house. <laughs> sure, it solved the problem. <laughs> is an extreme solution. This is in Clearfield, Utah, north of Salt Lake City. 29-year-old Jordan Berghout uh, was standing next to his, his home on fire when firefighters showed up. They said, oh, I wonder what's going on here. How did this start? And Jordan responded, I know exactly how the fire started. I started it because things with my girlfriend have not been going well. And if I burn down the house, I won't have to worry about her moving in anymore. <laughs> oh, so he wasn't even sneaky about it at all. No. He, yeah, I did it. Problem solved. <laughs> right? Wouldn't it be easier just to tell your girlfriend instead yeah. of the firefighter? Like he was willing to admit it. That's, well, that's what you usually do. You weigh the options and you go with the <laughs> the path of least resistance, yeah. right? Which is, in the long run, which is going to be the best solution. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's in fact the opposite. Usually, like if your house burns down, you move in with your girlfriend. You got no place to go. Yeah, now like, he's got to move no, into her place. Of you have a house. <laughs> More bad news for Jordan. He didn't just burn down his own house, but caused significant damage to the place next door. He's lucky nobody was hurt, 
but he was charged with aggravated arson, which is a first-degree felony. So it sounds like he may have a place to stay after all. (laughs) (laughs) It's just behind bars. (laughs) I don't think he's going to like his roommate there either. Right. Fear of commitment? Well, (laughs) you didn't think this one through. Some sad news here. The former child actor Kevin Clark died on Tuesday night. He was hit by a car while bicycling in Chicago. He was 32 years old, and you know Kevin from his role in the film School of Rock. He was the he was the young kid who played drums in Jack Black's band now there. The next thing I want to hear, the very next thing, I don't want to hear anything unless I hear a gut-busting drum solo from Freddie Take It Away! Uh, Jack Black posting a picture of himself uh, from the movie with Kevin and another one that looked like it was from a more recent reunion of the School of Rock cast. And uh, he says they're all pretty choked up about it, as you'd imagine. The the drummer from the, the movie has passed away. Um, crazy that those kids are 32 years old now. Yeah. That's like your age, Jim. When you saw School of Rock, were you like, hey, these, these guys are my age? Were no, because I saw it last year for okay. the first time. I honestly, I don't know why I was uh, sleeping on School of Rock for so long. It is an amazing movie. It is a good movie. I thought it would be cheesy, but it's like, if you ever want to convince your kid to learn how to play an instrument and they don't want to, like, just get them to watch School of Rock. Totally. But you must have been the same age as these like when that movie came out, I was a full-grown adult when I saw School of Rock in the theater. And now the kids were full-grown adults. Now the kids, and the kids are your age, so you would have been when I saw School of Rock in the theater. You would have been around the same age as the kids in the movie. Isn't that wild to think about? That is wild. And you're still alive. And I'm still <laughs> here. How did you do it? <laughs> but I think I think of you as relatively close in age to me. You know, there's a decade between us. Yeah, yeah. But at this, those that's the thing with the movies, man. Like, you're, you're a certain age on screen, and you're yeah. that age forever. Well, especially in particular, the movie about the grade school kids. Like, if you yeah, ever want to, like... Actors. Yeah, it's, it just Yeah, it just seems like they're so young, too, because it was just, like, the innocent grade six kids. What year did School of Rock come out? What year did... I'm going to guess t- 2008. Uh, no, it had to have come out earlier than that. 2004. 2003. Whoa. Holy cow. You're right. It is shocking that I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> October 3rd, 2003. Well, it holds up. I've, I've watched it in the past year as well. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good movie. If, so you, good. if you haven't watched it, it is a, one of those family-friendly fun movies that uh, the whole family can enjoy. Yesterday, I, I saw, Jim, that Ron McLean was trending on social media, and when I clicked on that, I saw the headlines, and I was like, oh, no. Ron and I just became best friends. <laughs> now he's going to get himself canceled? What's happening? <laughs> a couple weeks ago, we were just talking about this on the show. I did a charity event and uh, got to throw it to Ron. Ron threw it back to me. Look after the seconds, and the minutes will take care of themselves. Taz, back to you. Thank you.
No, thank you, Ron. <laughs> you were saying how professional he was, yeah. an absolute pro. Yeah, and what a guy to look up to as a broadcaster. He's he's a consummate professional. And then this happens. Ron McLean's tarp-off comment during Hockey Night in Canada broadcast prompts backlash and apology. So Ron McLean, in between periods of the Leafs-Habs game on the weekend, uh, he made a comment. He was trying to make a joke about a picture that was on the shelf in the background of another one of the analysts. And it was a picture that featured Anthony Stewart, who is also a personality on Hockey Night in Canada, um, with his shirt off, uh, partying with some teammates back in the day. And we've got, this is the audio here. This is what's gotten Ron McLean in so much trouble. I'm probably the most positive guy in this panel. We can probably agree on that with Kelly and Elliot, but I don't like that play at all. And I guarantee you Stahl will watch that replay and he won't like it either. You have a, you photos, you have a photo of a guy with his tarp off. You're definitely positive for something. Uh, now, if you're not familiar, tarp off is hockey talk for not wearing a shirt. Mm-hmm. You're definitely positive for something is the line. And there is backlash, people saying it was a homophobic comment, and even people insinuating that Ron McLean was making an AIDS joke on the air, which to me, that would be a pretty aggressive 180 for Ron McLean. He goes his entire career without making an AIDS joke during a hockey broadcast, and he just decides one day, this is it, you know? This year's the year. This is the one. Let's start making AIDS jokes. Yeah. No, it's cl- it's the least generous interpretation of the joke possible. Like, obviously, he's talking about testing positive for drugs. That like was your interpretation. That's the, it's, it's the only interpretation. It yeah. is the interpretation. Yeah, that I, I saw it happen live, and I didn't think twice about it. I just thought it was a joke that didn't land. I didn't even really understand what the joke was, right? I knew they were jo- laughing about that picture earlier yeah. in the show. Saying the guy's high. And he was trying to bring it back because it was funny earlier, so let's try and do a little callback to, to the topless picture make everyone laugh, but it went the wrong way. Now, a number of LGBTQ plus groups have put out statements saying they're on Ron McLean's side, that he's a big advocate of theirs. He's worked with them in the past, and they think this is something that is a misunderstanding and people should just move on. But it is amazing how quick people are. (laughs) Just, uh, they wanted him fired. They want Ron McClain completely gone. Like, instantly, without even hearing his side of the story, they want him gone. Yeah. There clearly is multiple interpretations. Like, it's not a black and white comment. Like, I saw Keith Olbermann. He was one of the guys that got Uh, He might want to stay away from black and white (laughs) comments as well for the next little while. But, like, it made it to American media where they would never be talking about a random hockey broadcaster. Keith Olbermann, who is uh, a news guy tweeted out this is indefensible from ron mcclain indefensible you're saying he can't even try to defend himself he can't try to explain it at all you've already got your mind made up like can we just pump the brakes for a second before we try to cancel people what do you think of this matchup jim you got phil mickelson and tom brady taking on bryson dechambeau and aaron Rodgers with another one of these uh, the match golf uh, events televised on on uh, TV in a couple weeks here. Okay. You like it? I I'm 
I'm intrigued. Was Tom Brady not in the last one? Yeah, Brady and Mickelson teamed up once before. That was last May with Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning, uh, who oh, ended up winning right. it. So Brady and Mickelson looking looking to win here. Obviously, Tiger Woods can't be a part of this because of his injury in that car accident. Peyton Manning, don't know uh, why. He just wants to retire champion, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when the second place guy moves on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not playing again. I won. Yeah, why, retire on top. No best two out of three. <laughs> I'm the winner. The uh, one time he's on top of Tom Brady. You know, this will be great, though. Aaron Rodgers is a great personality. Uh, Tom Brady's already trolling on social media. He posted on Instagram yesterday. Two champions versus a scientist and a Jeopardy host. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau, his, his nickname is the Mad Scientist because of his swing. Uh, and, of course, Aaron Rodgers actually hosted Jeopardy. That's not a nickname. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He did it a couple weeks back. It's uh, it, it, it's fun. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I think I would like to see people other than uh, professional golfers and professional athletes do it. You know, I I would like to see like maybe some actors involved. Because um, sometimes, like I, I expect Tom Brady to be a great golfer. You know, I like I like being surprised when you find out, you know, I don't know, Vince Vaughn is like a scratch golfer or something like that. Yeah. Is it like the Pro-Ams. You like the Pro-Ams. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. If they could, or they, they team up, like, a couple of guys, you know? Oh, like pros versus Joes. Yeah, make it a foursome. Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, and they get, they get stuck with two schlubs that just <laughs> happened to be at the course that day. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> You have to put a bet down to make uh, Tom Brady still, you know, invested in it emotionally, but that would be incredible. Uh, Everybody got, mic'd up. Two guys hacking darts and drinking beer. Where's the beer cart? <laughs> Tom Brady getting all frustrated with him. <laughs> yeah, like, you gotta focus. Yeah. Uh, hey, Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady definitely do have momentum heading into this thing. July the 6th. On uh, on TNT, it'll air live. The match. Another term for unidentified flying objects. Back uh, in the Great War, mm-hmm. they'd see uh, something in the sky. There's a Foo Fighter. Another term that is now uh, gaining popularity. It's not UFO anymore. It's UAP, Jim. UAP. Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. What's the point? Just call it a UFO. What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> this is, I guess the UFO obviously has a stigma, so I guess the military probably doesn't want to use that term. Because if you say UFO, everyone thinks aliens now. Yeah. If you say UAP, everybody thinks you're having a package delivered? <laughs> oh, that's UPS. Uh, <laughs> there is... Did you watch 60 Minutes a couple weeks ago? The guy from that worked for the Pentagon, he's basically saying, yeah, there's stuff out there that we've seen that there's no way that it is not something that we don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm more confused than ever. <laughs> what? Wait a second. What did I just say? Hey, let me tell you guys, uh, there is no way that those things we saw, we don't know what they are or know what they are. <laughs> Just to be clear on the subject, we are definitely 
Maybe alone, but possibly not. Mm-hmm. They are could be unknown or known, but I can tell you they certainly are objects, and we know about them, but not of them. And we don't even know if they exist or it's just a glitch in the system. So what's scarier, though, if this is UFOs or if this is a, another country's airplanes that we did, can't even fathom how they work? Yeah. I, I doubt that. It's got to be the aliens. You think so? I want to believe, obviously. You know me, Taz. I've, I've said before, I can't, I might, the one thing I'm looking forward to in life is not having children. It's, it's, it's first contact. I want this to happen, but when all the government... Yeah, Jim, is, Jim has not uh, had a kid yet because he's waiting for one of those little alien babies to pop out of his chest. Hey, <laughs> listen. Did you see Men in Black, the first one? How cute that little baby alien was. It pukes. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.